Welcome back to Super Rankings, where you can come for Superman. But stay for Jaxer. Jaxer? Hey, can, hey, all hey, right, yo, all right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hey, everybody. It's Kenny Wendorski. We, we were just talking about our weeks. Kenny got to break up a fight and, and, yes. and deal with a snake. And yeah. <laughs> it's been a wild week. Yeah. Uh, it, it is at a dispensary, no less. <laughs> a gentleman cut in front of the other gentleman who was smoking a cigarette outside. And that guy got mad at him and said, uh, you know, you cut in front of me. And the other guy said, you were smoking a cig. And the other guy said, I wasn't ready to go in. And they start, one guy says, well, I've got a knife. And uh, I'll wait for you outside. And the guy says, well, why don't we just do this here inside? And they go for each other. And me and two other guys, we step in and break it up. Uh, yeah, so they, you know, the guy demands to the uh, manager of uh, Harvest is the name of our dispensary. <laughs> demands that he call, somebody call him a cab so he can go to another dispensary. And the harvest manager is like, no, get out. <laughs> I, I will call you the most expensive cab in town. It's got blue and red lights. Get the fuck out of here. And then I said, uh, this ain't the Ritz, motherfucker. Yeah. And he got in my face and said, do you want to go now? And I said, I can dance all night. <laughs> ben, I don't know where that came from or how that came out. But it did. And uh, But we got him out of there. And... <laughs> And that was that. So, like you had said, uh, usually marijuana, is, is it helps you be a little more chill. These two gentlemen clearly are the exception to the rule. Well, I mean, uh, uh, clearly the, the problem was that they were out, and hence they That's had to go it. wait in a yeah. long line. They give stoners a bad reputation. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, easy there, Shaky. You'll get your fix. <laughs> So that's been my excitement. <laughs> well, my my uh, niece gave me a freaking heart attack yesterday. She says, uh, she says, this weird guy was taking videos of us in my cheerleading class. She's eight years old. I'm like, um, what kind of weird guy? Like, was it one of the parents? She says, no, just some guy I didn't know. He was like Parker's age. Parker's her brother. He's six. Oh, <laughs> it was so... It was, some kid who was probably uh, learning how to use the camera on his okay. phone. <laughs> Woo, crisis averted there. Okay. Woo. <laughs> so I did not have to tell a motherfucker that I could dance all night. What's the name of that guy? It was from South Park. It was a curse something. Like, have a seat. And what's going on here seems pretty pervy, doesn't it? <laughs> you go ahead and have a seat. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> but you know what's coming in these weird, bizarre times? Yes. What? What is that, please? Superman! Superman! He's always out there. He's got your back. <laughs> We're back. You think anybody gets into a fight in a dispensary in Metropolis? No! Well, if they do, Superman breaks it up quick. Yeah, he's right there. He, he probably says... doesn't mouth off like I did. <laughs> Guy had a knife, and I thought I... <laughs> my girthy penis was a... <laughs> Feeling a little too big for its britches. <laughs> Sarah was not none too happy when I told her the story. She's yeah, like, he had a knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, <laughs> you just uh, apparently it's uh, it's it's fight, flight, or talk shit, uh, and uh, you chose talk shit. I, you know, <laughs> some things never change. <laughs> But uh, back to Superman. Yeah. 
And this is nice. We we took a little break last week. We did Mummies Alive. Yeah. So we're, we're back in Metropolis. And season two, when we're kicking yes. off, it's a two-parter. Yeah. So with, with Batman, I mean, yeah, there were ostensibly seasons, but that had more to do with production stuff. This feels like a season premiere. It's like, let's start off with a bang. Two-parter. Yeah, let's it's go. a big episode. Yeah. So we open up, and uh, Professor Hamilton's Hamilton. kicking it in his garage. He's, you know, like like a, a, a greaser in the 50s with a hot rod. This is what he does on his weekends. He just works on Superman's rocket ship. He's just playing with buttons, and Superman's in the area, and uh, they find a compartment. Yeah. And this compartment has what they call a projector. Yeah, looks like a virtual boy to me. Yes. Remember the virtual yes. boy? Yes. <laughs> I was just talking about those. It came from the third dimension. They used to have those at uh, Blockbuster Video to entice you to buy one. Remember Blockbuster Video? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I am virtually certain more people remember Blockbuster Video than the, than the Virtual Boy. Yeah, you guys got to Google that one. That yeah. was like one of Nintendo's very few screw-ups. But... There's only one problem. It needs your eyes yeah. Ooh, boy, howdy. <laughs> yeah, when they uh, when they do it, they do it big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's got like a, a little eyepiece, and it uh, it sort of sits on the table, and you lean forward and put your put your face into it like a primitive VR goggle setup, and uh, you can see much like the Virtual Boy, this red tinted reality in which. Uh, there are, in this case, uh, uh, freaky deaky aliens. Yeah, uh, this is the Phantom Zone, which Jor L, or I'm sorry, Cal L, knows of that this is where they put criminals. Yep, and bad aliens. And clearly, Jor L said, Well, I'm sending my son to this planet. He's going to get some superpowers. I should probably leave him a note, uh, making a nice note, a holographic note. What the note will not say is, By the way, I have given you access to the deadliest alien scum of the galaxy. Just, you know, that, that was just a fun surprise Why for his even boy. put it in the rocket ship with a baby, no less. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they peek inside. Well, um,. We get a little fun fight sequence. The the professor, he pushes a doodad, and a doodad yep. shoots out a monster. Yep. So, yeah, we get a little... Uh, it's a two-parter. We got time to fill. Freaky alien monster. It's it's a punchy punch fest. By the way, Jor-El put this uh, Phantom Zone projector into the pod and did not, like, password protect the release alien monster function. That's the first thing that happens when you start twisting knobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Superman fights it, hits it with a... Uh, um, a telephone pole and like a baseball and they <laughs> knock it around and he tells the professor, Hey, what you did do the reverse button. So <laughs> yep. they do. And the monster goes back into the phantom zone and <laughs> a bit of comic relief. The professor says, remind me to put a note there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remind so. me to do what Jor-El should have done in the first place. Superman, have you considered your dad might be a dick? <laughs> Even if it was some kind of Kryptonian language. Yep. Something. So, something. So, nope. Submit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what they do here as, as they're, you know, doing their collective sigh of relief is they hear this voice from inside the Phantom Zone saying, Hey, hey, let me out. I've served my sentence. Where's the council? Call Jarrell. Jarrell knows I'm due to be released. And it, this is Mala. And Superman exchanges a few words with her, flies off, consults with Brainiac. Guess who's back? Back again. 
which, by the way, speaking of incredibly dangerous technology that we're just keeping around chilling, apparently there is a full personality copy of Brainiac in that Krypton knowledge orb that he jacked from the preserver ship. But that one is password protected. Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah, that's true. touch it with his hand, and uh, that only works for his DNA. Yeah, but uh, this, this Brainiac's a real nice servile Brainiac. I'm sure this will not come back to bite Superman at all in any way, shape, or form. Brainiac's gone and dead, and that's the end of it. It's fine. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> so Superman using this technology that's kind of like the Star Trek... Uh, uh, holographic Bay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, he says, who's Mala? And Brainiac tells the whole story. Yep. Exposition dump. Uh, Mala was the second in command of the planetary defenses of Krypton under a General Jack Sewer, who I'm sure we'll never see again. Is just, you know, interesting trivia. They did some minor treason. There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to perform a big coup. Uh, yep. They uh, stormed the Capitol, and there, there was a dude in a buffalo head, and it was a really bad scene. And Jesus, it's about six months later, and it's about time for anybody involved to be brought to justice, wouldn't you say? Sure. Yeah. So they are. <laughs> and so he says that he did it all. It was his idea. Yep. So they sentence him to forever time in the Phantom Zone. Because I don't think you yeah. age in the Phantom Zone. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. And yeah, gee, what would that be like to have a, a fascist asshole who does a failed coup and takes full responsibility? That's a, that's a real gentleman's fascist asshole. <laughs> At least Ur had some balls on that one. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? He's... So, hey! <laughs> but uh, because he took full responsibility, he said, hey, don't punish any of my underlings. I called for the coup. The The council says, okay, well, reduced sentence for Mala then. 20 years in the zone. And uh, we forgot to mention the voice actors. Uh, uh, it's our good friend. Uh, Ron Perlman is the voice of Jax. Yeah, he is. And I can't remember her name. I know you haven't seen the Police Academy movies. Why do you think I took in all those Police Academy movies? For fun? But uh, the big, buff, blonde, uh, tough as nails sergeant okay. is the voice of Mala. I, well, that's fitting. I, I haven't sat down and watched them all the way through. That's one of those things that I used to I used to catch like a half an hour at a time on cable. Yeah. <laughs> but, Just watch the first one. Yeah. That's all yeah. you need. But uh, <laughs> that's the good one. Uh, she That is uh, who Mala is. They go to the Phantom Zone and we're brought up to present day. Yep. And Superman decides, well, all right, Mala, your story checks out. You've served your time. 20 years, probably plus some are up. It's got to be, I would say, thousands, because it's traveling from Krypton to Earth. Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're not entirely sure how, how that's supposed to work. Like, I don't think Superman was supposed to be in suspended animation or anything. And it was Superman's father, Jor-El, who used some dope Krypton signs to bring them to justice. Okay. Well. So, I mean, Superman's probably been on Earth for, you know, what, 25 years now? Yeah. Something like, maybe more? Yeah. Not, not entirely sure how old he's supposed to be, but... 20 plus years, pretty pretty clearly. It's time. Yeah, it's time. She served her time. Let's let her out. And we, we get our first look at her, and she's got a very severe pulled back ponytail with a, uh, with a widow's peak and some really heavy eye makeup. Her character design is saying, by the way, this, this bitch evil. She is tough as nails, yep. broad shoulders, and she's like, well, where is everybody? You know, she's disoriented. Like, this is Earth. Well, why am I not on Krypton? Well, funny story. As if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror, I'm a 
was suddenly silenced. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Superman catches her up to date. Yep. They realize they're the last two Kryptonians alive in the universe. Yep. And oh, by the way, we get the, all these dope superpowers here. You want to we have a montage, Mala? The day is approaching to give it your best and you've got to reach your prime. That's when you need to put yourself to the test and show us a passage of time. We're gonna need a montage. Montage! Yeah! <laughs> they fly out to a cabin that uh, apparently Hamilton, Hamilton has a dope timeshare out in the woods. Pretty cool. Yeah. Learning how to pick up heavy things and shoot lasers out of her eyes. And, you know, she's not 100% perfect. She makes some mistakes here and there. Comic yep. relief. Yeah. And Superman says, oh, by the way, I'm gonna teach you how to use all these uh, you convicted criminal and, and treason person, Mala, how to use this dope suite of superpowers, but no using them for evil. That would be wrong. That would be wrong and bad. And so uh, we get a little glimpse that she's, you know, uh, she picks up Hamilton and she's like, wow, this is, you're pretty pathetic and weak. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton. Hamilton is not disagreeing. He says, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm extra pathetic by Earthling standards, so please put me down if you would, ma'am. And she's like, oh, that's pretty sweet. I, I, and you, you get the foreshadowing that she's like, wow, drunk with power. Yeah, and it, it doesn't take long. Superman decides to take her out for a night of crime fighting, and she ta- helps him take, take down some thieves. And, you know, Superman is always pretty merciful, but she's she's making them beg for mercy. She's uh, uh, she's she's telling the cops. Uh, so the cops show up, and uh, <laughs> she gives this this hilarious impromptu speech. She pledges that just like Superman, she will rule with a fair and just hand. And <laughs> Superman kind of gives her the look like your wording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, so it's big news. Yep, Luthor's on the news saying, see, this is what I've been saying. These aliens are bad news. They want to take over. You got to get rid of them. Just, just don't trust them. Yep. And uh, even Superman, well, Mala, she basically is watching this all on television. She gets mad. She's like, oh, humans are the worst. Yeah, to screw those guys. But, but she agrees. Superman tells her, look, we're going to hold a press conference. You're going to explain the misunderstanding. Everything's going to be cool. Hey, Hamilton, Hamilton, get that Phantom Zone projector ready. This isn't... We're, she, she steps out of line. We're going to give her the zippy zaps. The problem is, while he was whispering this, not really whispering it, while he was saying it out loud, Mala overhears it, and yep. she gets mad. Yep. And the cat's kind of out of the bag at this point. Yeah, well, she goes, she does the press conference. She says, yeah, I'm, I'm so, I misunderstood. Everything's good. As long as I get Superman's penis inside me... We're, everything's fine. Because she is the last Kryptonian, but, I mean, we, it's pretty clear Superman's got the hots for Lois Lane. Who slams, who jams, who tells your story? Yup, so clear that Mala picks right up on it as Lois is interviewing her, and, and that's when she totally wigs out, because bitches be crazy, calls, apparently. Calls her a twig. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Were you, were you watching this one with Sarah? I bet yes, she had opinions. She did not like that. I don't blame her. She even said, like, I was on I was enjoying this episode till this part. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, it's... They, they go real hard. Love triangle. <laughs> Jealousy makes women insane. This yeah. is pretty, eh, you know. pretty regressive, even by DCAU yeah. standards. But, uh, yeah, there's the, we have a little fight, and uh, Superman, you know, gets, gets Mala in some kind of a headlock and starts flying off with her. 
But uh, Mala uses her her eye beams to to bring down a looks like the Space Needle. It's a restaurant did, on the top yeah. of a skyscraper, yeah. so that Superman has to fly off and and rescue the people. Mala flies off, beats up Hamilton, Hamilton. and steals the Phantom Zone projector, where she releases Jaxer into Earth, and that's how our episode ends. Yep, that's part one to be continued. Wait next week. <laughs> But not here. We got we got HBO Max. Come on, we're not waiting a week. And immediately now. So yes. <laughs> Jaxer is getting uh, brought up to speed about what's going on. He doesn't have his powers yet. Apparently, you have to soak up those golden sun rays for a while before you get strong. Yep. And meanwhile, so yeah, Maul is giving him the walk and talk. Hey, here's where we are. Here's what the deal is. There's this jerk. By the way, son of the dude who put you away. Weird coincidence. Yeah. But. I'm th- I'm thinking we kill him and rule the planet. What do you say? Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they set up a, a trap. Yep. Not really a trap, though. They they go to uh, the the Daily Planet. Yeah. Well, so before that, Superman uh, flies Hamilton. Hamilton off to the Fortress of Solitude. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Plugs him into the into the Brainiac holodeck. And says, "Hey Brainiac, do me a favor. Uh, we misplaced our Phantom Zone projector. You wanna, you wanna teach Hamilton, Hamilton. how to build one? Because that seems like it would come in handy. So, Hamilton, Hamilton, I'm gonna leave you here to deal with that, and I am going to go retrieve our piece of kryptonite from the lab and give it to I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say Maggie Sawyer or somebody because that seems like a something just a good idea, good precaution, and then I'm gonna." Go off and confront these super criminals because they are out large as we speak. And no, no! I'm going to become Clark Kent and go to work. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And apparently they've been causing a lot of damage uh, in the Sahara Desert. They caused a big sandstorm. Yep. They wrecked. Uh, I can't remember some place in Africa. They had a big stampede there. Yep. They're, they're causing chaos. Yep. And uh, so Superman <laughs> does does finally go off and, and confront them. They have a big silly fight. Superman ties Jack Sewer up by bending a flagpole around him, and he's pretty well out of commission for most of the fight, which is kind of fun. Yeah. But it's it's a big silly punch fest. I don't know how in-depth we want to go. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're, uh, we're building... We're basically padding some time here. It's... Uh, we're we're going to have some kryptonite that's going to be introduced. Um. Yeah, Superman... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mala and Jack Sewer, they get away. They pretty much the way the last big silly punch him up fight ended. They uh, they threaten Lois Lane. Superman has to go save her and they get away in the ensuing chaos. And uh, Superman goes back to check on Hamilton, Hamilton and he's just not having any luck at all with his Phantom Zone projector. The Phantom Zone projector needs a crystal. Yes. That only is found on Krypton. And with his technology, it's close but no cigar. He needs that crystal. Yep. He can't get anything in, can't get anything out. It's, it's a no-go. So that is when Superman finally does come up with the, with the idea like, hey, what about that? What's that shit? It makes, uh, makes me real sleepy boy. Bluey green stuff. I bet that would work real great on them too. Hey, what's that thing? Hamilton. Hamilton. You made it for me. It's a suit. <laughs> it's a real good suit. Makes, makes me... Immune to the Sleepy Boy Rock. Right. They don't got that suit. They don't. I'm going to go get them. And uh, uh, Lois Lane gets kidnapped at the Daily Planet. The two Kryptonians, they take her to the cabin. Yep. 
And uh, that's where they're holding her hostage. Superman shows up in a suit, and Mala's like, hey, cool, battle suit. And he's like, <laughs> eh, no, I'm wearing it because of this. And yep. he's got the green rock, and she gets all weak. Yep, but... And and he's so he uh, hands the rock to uh, to Lois. She's gonna hold Mala at bay because Jack Sewer's still out there somewhere. And Superman's calling out into the woods, "Hey, jerk! Superpowers don't work so good yet, do they? I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you and punch you real good." And Jack Sewer shows up with his projection beam yep. the, and uh, zaps him very easily, which he even says. That was too easy. He zaps Superman into the Phantom Zone. Yep, and then throws down the projector and eye lasers it. Explodes it. Enjoy your shot and or puff puff pass. <laughs> and Lois Lane gasps, drops the kryptonite, and that makes Mala be free again. Yep. Which I rolled my eyes at that part. <laughs> it's like, Lois, you had one job. <laughs> one yeah. job. Yeah. You didn't even have to do anything. Just stand over her with a rock. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah. By the way, it doesn't take much of that kryptonite. We couldn't break it into two rocks, yeah, and and you know pass it around a little. We couldn't we couldn't break it up into into like about a dozen fragments and hand it out to the uh, to the Gotham or Gotham the Metropolis PD uh, special yeah, crimes unit. Yeah, 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 I can see that, but uh, no, 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 not not how we're gonna do this. <laughs> but uh, so Mala and Jack Sewer very briefly take over the Earth. And uh, Hamilton, Hamilton needs to bring Superman back. This part, I don't know about you, kind of boggled my brain hole. Yes. So, so they need this crystal yep. to make the projector beam work. They somehow still are able to pull Superman oh, yeah. out of the Phantom Zone. Oh, yeah. So the explanation that, that they, and this is some real Star Trek wibbly-wobbly science going on here. They... They treated Superman's lead suit with a special radioactive isotope that is detectable between dimensions. And so usually the crystal, it said earlier that every different dimension vibrates at a certain frequency. So unless you have a piece of that dimension in the form of this crystal, you can't find where it is. But because we could trace the suit that we put the special radiation stuff on, we can find Superman and bring him out. But that's all we can do until we find the crystal, which fortunately Jack Soar just left in the exploded wreckage of, of the Phantom Zone projector. Yep. Yep. And then we get ourselves a big final act where there's Superman flying around. There's punching. Yep. The usual stuff. I'm, it's very pretty, though. Yeah. I, I By this point, I'm kind of looking at my watch because it's like, well, okay, we all know how this ends, right? Superman now has a working Phantom Zone projector. There's really no need for this latest punch fest when he could have just shown up, flipped them the bird, and zapped them into the Phantom Zone right away. Suck a dick, dumb shit! But uh, he makes them follow him around, zip-zapping all over the the city, and then uh, out of the middle of uh, some pasture or whatever, uh, Hamilton's able to zap them back into the Phantom Zone where he says, Parole revoked! Yep. Yes! Superman flies the flies him back into the fortress of solitude and says, "Well, it's it's pretty lonely here because I'm the last Kryptonian again, but maybe it's better that way." And thus ends blasts from the past, parts one and two. Yes, Kenny, how'd this episode hold up? It's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it had a, uh, a lot of fun chase scenes uh, with the flying through the city. 
I I always enjoy. It's basically Superman two. Yeah, it it very much is. Yeah. This is the animated version. <laughs> I I I think the most effective bit honestly was when uh, when Jack Sword zaps Superman and blows up the projector because I mean obviously you know. The title of the show is Superman. Mm-hmm. Superman's probably going to win in the end. Yeah. But that was a pretty effective, like, oh, wow, how is Superman get out? going to get out of this one? Neat. Yeah, yeah and you, you get some other Kryptonians that have the same powers as him. So Yeah, it's always eh, fun. Overall, yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. Sounds like a good time to see just how good it was with some science. I'm a disciple of science. Yeah. All righty. Now we're booting up the machine. Yep. Got, uh, got the, our doodads and gizmos. Burners. Yep. Now, I, I do have a Phantom Zone projector here, but without the crystal, I, I don't have the Phantom Zone crystal. I just have a, a piece of cheese, which will teleport you to a dimension of pure cheese. Nice. Yeah, but you can only go to the Swiss cheese continent because that has the holes. I, if I were to teleport you to, say, the, the cheddar continent where it's a solid block, you're going to phase right into the cheddar, and you're going to become a cheddar man. <laughs> yeah, don't get too excited, cheddar man. We're, we can't bring you back from that. You're a cheddar man for the rest of your life. I better not, then. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's a fun way to spend a weekend. I got two kids to raise. Yeah. Better not do it. Yeah. Would my dick be cheddar? Oh, your dick would be extra sharp cheddar, my friend. Oh! <laughs> That's the problem. Your wife can enjoy that once. That's true. You, you can't have your cheddar dick and eat it, too. One and die. Let's take our lap on. And speaking of genitals, Hans is off. <laughs> Segway. Segway. Here's a list. Read it or something. Okay. <clears throat> Alrighty. Last Son of Krypton, Little Piece of Home, Fun and Games, The Way of All Flesh, Tools of the Trade, My Girl, Stolen Memories, Feeding Time, Main Man, Two's a Crowd, and Mummies Alive. Rah, 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 rah. I got. I got to correct that. There's, There's a typo there. I only typed three raws, and that is inc- <laughs> I am fixing it as we speak. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Orange Jesus wants to know: Is this episode blasts of the past from the past? Blasts in and around the past. Yes. Better or worse than number four: The Way of All Flesh. And that's the Metallo. That's Metallo. This was big and bombastic. Yeah. I liked Metallo's character better than Mala. Yeah, but she does have some motivation, at least. Yeah, but it's... I mean, it's pretty thin motivation. I I want to... Not even I want to rule the world. I want to fuck whoever's ruling the world. And if that's Superman, cool. But if he's not interested... Well, shit. Now that I explain it that way, it almost sounds more interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but I like just... the fact that she was willing to start over. Yeah, but you know, old habits die hard. I, I mean, she just she goes from zero to fascism it, so quick. It is a fast. It's. Um, I think we could have spent more time with her, like trying to trying to operate under Superman's rules yes. and chafing against his cheese dick. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Way of All Flesh had more Luthor. 
Luthor was fun in that one. And it ends on this cliffhanger that is very fun. It's ominous. He's at the bottom of the ocean and he's walking towards this, you know, the the shore. Yeah. I like that. It's yeah. a great imagery. You have a feeling that this is ominous the ending for this one too cuz here's the projector that's conveniently located next to Brainiac that should probably be destroyed or yeah. at least placed in a lock. <laughs> yep, this is this is Superman's Hall of Villains that the writers might want to bring back yeah. someday. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to give it to Way of All Flesh. Yeah, I agree. All right. In that case is, and this might be another close one, I don't know, you'll have to let me know, is, is this episode, Blasts from the Past... Better or worse than number 11, Mummies Alive. King Tut. Rah-rah. Rah-rah. <laughs> I, think, I think, yes, this one is better than yeah. Mummies Alive. Yeah. Rah-rah-rah-rah. <laughs> yeah, this episode was, was silly and the motivation was sometimes a little thin, but I could... My, my brain didn't, didn't hurt from trying to follow the plot. It was a big stuffed episode, but it flowed from A to Z. Yeah. Uh, whereas Mummy's Alive was like, wait, wait, what? Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they got superpowers and they're mummies. And they know Kung Fu. Yep. Well, by the way, our superpowers have a cooldown, And um, we're going to, if we get in the sarcophagi, we don't need to sleep in there. Just need to get in there for a little while. And we come out and we're strong with punches. So they're already the undead mummies. But yes. then they have to become... Like Power Rangers and power up to become even more undead mummies? That Question one's a mark? lady. We didn't know that. You knew that. And the boy knew that. We didn't know that lady mummy. That, yeah. <laughs> and then you got the annoying kid. Yep. He's so extreme. Yep. <laughs> I don't know that, that it quite merited that much science, but this is the first time this has come up. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like it's all right. <laughs> but yes, I'm going to concur. I will give it to Superman. All right. Hey, it's the other two-parter. Is this episode Blast from the Past better or worse than number nine, The Main Man? I'm going to go, yeah. I think this one is better than Main Man. Yeah, I think they're, they're honestly kind of similar episodes where it's a, it's a two-parter that maybe doesn't need to be and is filled up with a whole lot of punching. But the punching... The, the the stakes feel higher in this one. Lobo was kind of a goofy villain. There's some cartoony esqueness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a proper adjective, <laughs> but it's uh, Lobo's got some cartoony mannerisms that are almost like Looney Tunes, and yeah. this one played it more straight. Yeah, and I prefer that. I I don't mind some Looney Tunes, but I feel like Lobo didn't take it far enough. Like if if it had just played it as as a full-on comedy, just a straight farce the whole time, I think I would have been more willing to have fun with it. But as it was, it was just kind of a weird tonal mishmash. Yeah. I don't think this one quite captured, like, the the big epic threat that I feel like Kryptonians, evil Kryptonians really should present. But I think it got closer to what it was going for than Lobo did. I concur. All right. In that case, is this episode, Blast from the Past, better or worse than number five, Tools of the Trade? And the thing is, anytime Tools of the Trade comes up, my mind immediately goes to that last scene yeah. with Darkseid showing up like, oh, fuck, who's right. this guy? Fine. I'll do it myself. But I'm trying to... 
trying to think of, the, like, what was the rest of the episode like? Well, the fancy dude That's who a... we find out was an alien from another planet. Uh, yeah. He's giving weapons to that Godfather guy. Yeah, Bruno. Bruno Mannheim. Yeah, we got some fun action scenes. We got some good Dan Turpin stuff. I, I think I enjoyed... I think I like Blast from the Past better, though. Huh, really? Yeah. I enjoy the little montage. I, I like the idea of him trying to have her you know, become a good guy. Obviously, doesn't work, but mm. she does try for a bit. Yeah. I like the Phantom Zone design where it's basically a virtual boy. Yeah. I, I do like... Like the, I'll go back to it again. That that moment where the Phantom Zone projector gets blown up, and and it seems like the bad. I mean, the bad guys have one at least temporarily. Right. That that gave a a bigger sense of threat than, hey, here's laser guns. What blow stuff up real good. Like at the very end with Dark Side, that that was cool and that was threatening. The rest of the time, it's just like, eh, they're big laser guns. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. I'll go ahead and concur okay. on, on that basis. All right. All right. All right. Well, that settles it. We've got another top five episode. Hey, all right. Clocking in at number five, just below the way of all flesh and just above tools of the trade, blasts from the past. I'm down with that. Yeah. That's a good sandwich right there. And let's see what's going to be filling our meats with Ooh. bread next week. I, you know what? I'm that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, I will no, do no, better no. next time. We can cancel. Oh, uh. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Don't that cancel. Wasn't, that wasn't even a bad pun. That was just a bad segue that didn't. <laughs> thought I had something and it went nowhere. Let's see what the next episode is. Okay. Feels weird not having to roll dice. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. We did our, our special episode. Yeah. I mean, we only we only did the dice rolling thing for what? You know, eight or ten episodes. But, yeah, but it already feels like part of the show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, let's see what we got next. Next, we've got The Prometheon. Hmm. Do you remember this episode? No. I, va- I want to say this is like giant lava monster rampaging through Metropolis, like real kaiju Godzilla vibes. If it's the one I'm thinking of. That could be cool. So, yeah, it could be awesome. I don't right. know. I like lava monsters. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Fire Nation attacks next week, I guess. All right. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at uh, YSKITV at Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or Twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton or at Picture Rocks Community Center if you live in Tucson. <laughs> Come on yeah. over. We're, yeah, why not? We're sort of open to the public again. It's it's hot. Are you sure you want to come to Tucson? There, we're here, but... There is a swimming pool right next door. <laughs> so, you know... Bring Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash superrankings. Two R's. We're not doing that portmanteau cram... It's super, ends with an R. Rankings begins with an R. Two R's. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. <laughs> But you can uh, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month if you're comfortable g- with your money going to a podcast that will spend entirely too much time talking about the cheese dimension and what it does to your dick. Yeah, makes it sharp. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but you could also just tell a friend. Just, just tell a friend. Yeah. Give us a five-star review. We appreciate it. We like it. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week for Prometheon. Bye, everybody.